Yeah, those first couple make me feel mellow. It's that third and fourth one that I hit a new gear. I talked about not having speed. I tend to talk and move a little bit quicker when I get a few beers in. I plan to do part of that today as part of Hoopla 6. There's a lot of good beers to try. Always at Hoops, there's specialty beers as well. Dave Cook, you will not be partaking, but you really look like you're chomping at the bit to partake yeah, now. Yeah, there's, there's two things. One, shouldn't this be Dave Hoops, like, ringtone? Probably. Like, I'm going to have to put that in. Um, I was going to say, if there are playlists at Hoops today, he might be feverishly be writing, there, we should right? add this and this right. and this and this. The second thing, that's a 1970s song, right? Right. Okay. So in 1970, if you sat down and you said, see, this is a thing, I said I didn't have speed, in combination with that song means a whole different thing. Right. So that's why I wanted There's to make sure people heard the first segment. It was a it was a trait, not a substance. <laughs> but there's plenty of substance in the next topic here on the Northland Sports page. We teased it just prior to the break there. It's our annual trek down the road of which Minnesota pro sports team of the big four on the men's side. We know the links are always the closest, okay? Even when Cheryl Reeve is struggling, she gets a team to rally and be very good. I would put Cheryl Reeve arguably is the head coach of any franchise in Minnesota, regardless yep. of the sport and gender, and say, oh, she's at now the helm. They're going to be good now. Yep. So, again, I'm not trying to disregard the links at all. In fact, I get alerts on my phone whenever they do anything, and I pay close attention to them. We've had Cheryl and her wife on the show before. Her wife is in the business operations for the links, and it's awesome what they do. And it's also part of why they get a little bit disregarded because they're good. Well, and the success follows them. We're not used to that. Good and well run. And that's the one yes. thing we're going to talk about here in a minute is the idea that being well run and confident as an organization means a lot on the floor. Right. It certainly does. So what we did prior to the break was Dave Cook and I gave our respective orders of who we think is closest to a title four, three, two and one. And Dave Hoops, as soon as we got to break, went, I would have done that a lot differently than you guys did. <laughs> so I'll let you share yours. And then I think how we should do it, just because lists will differ so much, is just pick a team and cover them and list kind of why and why not. Yep. So Dave Hoops, what would your four have looked like? Um, I would have gone fourth, the Wolves. Okay. Um, and that was both of our number one. Mm-hmm. I think it's part desire for us, though. And I think we're thinking long term. I don't think we're thinking one run. See, I don't, but okay. Well, we, we there's a lot of talent there. There's no doubt. Um, third, uh, I would I would like to give the Wild second, but with this performance this last season, I'm going to go third Wild. Okay. And then I say a, two is the Twins and one is the Vikes. Knowing yeah, you, yeah, hundred percent, and that's probably no surprise. Yeah, it's not. Go ahead. I'm going to interrupt for a second. I finally got the six uh, list from Aaron. Okay. All right. So, so the six beers at Hoops that Aaron Cook likes. Yep. So Dave Cook feels like a participant. This is the Cook family's top six at Hoops. So number one is Sour Cherry. Yeah. Number two is Raspberry Wheat. Yep. Number three is Elderberry. So what it sounds like so far is Aaron and I need to go to Hoops together. Number four is Pear and Guava. So Aaron wow. Cook and I have a lot of similar tastes. So I keep teasing him, although not teasing so much about speed dating, can I go and be his wingman? I'm very happily married, but can I go and at least promote him and then we'll just share the same, same beers, beers all night? Right, you could buy two for right, all night. Right, It would be excellent. Sorry, I just got this, no, so I had it's to perfect. add it in. Interjecting here because, again, almost all of today's show is in honor of Hoopla 6. Yep. Get on down to Hoops Brewing. Again, 11 to 11 today. Dave Hoops, if you could, enlighten us on the special beers that are available as part of today once again. Um, happy to. It's the um, cherry key lime hell. It's the sea salt and lime Mexican lager. It's the chili cilantro and lime pale ale. There's a theme here. Yes, there is. Um, pineapple chili and maple porter. And <laughs> in Aaron's honor, I think I should have more fruit beers on. We do have the strawberry hefeweizen on too. Nice. I'm going to give that a try today. Now, 
is Elderberry in a rally back because you've gotten two votes in the last roughly 45 minutes to bring it back? Without a doubt. It was, un- <laughs> it was unbelievably good, and I remember your great pitch for it because the antioxidants that Elderberry offers, we promoted it as this is the beer that is good for you. Well, and I should live forever because I sure enjoyed that. Well, I have, I have three worldwide you know, announcements. I can give the first one sure. here. We've got about prestige worldwide here on the Northland sports page, 2000 pounds of uh, Bayfield blueberries, which we thought we might mix with some elderberries for even more oxidant. Me likey. Yes. So there's number one announcement. Okay. We'll start with that one. We got a couple segments left. So that leaves you uh, one segment for each announcement that you still have pending. All right, Dave Cook, back to the business at hand with the closest to a title. You pick the team and we'll play why and why not. Well, I think the one that has the greatest deviance then is the Wolves. Let's just start there. So Dave Hoops has them last, and Dave Cook and I have them first. For me, I think it was more of a process of elimination. I've got all these reasons why I don't think the other three will get there. There's plenty of reasons why I don't think the Timberwolves will either because, let's face it, basketball, particularly the NBA level, is the one sport that can be completely changed by one guy. And we're all hoping that Anthony Edwards is that one guy. But if he's not, I'm not sure they have it. Carl Anthony Towns probably should be shopped away. We'll see if he is. I don't know if the run it back with Gobert and Towns is is good enough. But I think player for player, and I've used that expression a lot today, the Timberwolves don't necessarily have really weak spots. And they don't have necessarily marks in the sense that I like their young core. And they're thankful they're that way because with the Gobert trade, they don't have the opportunity to draft more of a young core. So I guess... I should have almost changed my own question to make my answer look good because I'm not sure, even though I still have them in number one, that the Wolves are that close to a title. But I feel like, especially if anything with this Gobert trade starts to click, they might as well be the closest to sustainable success. See, here's the thing. They have the veteran point guard, right? They have the superstar two guard. They have a lockdown three. They have... Uh, they have Cat. a four that should be a lot better than he is, and we'll wait for it. <laughs> yeah, and then they have a defensive stalwart center, and now instead of like you have said last year where they tried to turn him into a Lajuan, right. you know, now they know what they have. Their their depth pieces, specifically if Reed comes back, includes that. Uh, Minot is a is a six eight athlete. The kid they just drafted is a six ten athlete. Um, they have people that not mentioning Prince and Anderson, right? They have depth. They have what star quality. What can they afford? Because their salary cap situation is going to be ugly what, soon. Yeah, yep. I agree with you yep. on that. But their depth, the quality of depth, they go eight deep on their bench, so they don't need to play everybody. It's health and it's emotional maturity of Carl Anthony Towns. It's those two things, and if those two things click, that team can make a run. Is it possible that the Timberwolves could be the best team in Minnesota for the next couple of years but still be that far away because of how good the rest of the NBA gets. But the West isn't that great. True. Denver is. You know, Denver's that great, but the Lakers The got, media will try to tell you the Lakers are. Yeah, but they're not. With the John Moran thing, I don't think the Grizzlies will be I, a huge factor. I think the Warriors with Chris Paul, that's going to be an interesting mix. How much mix. of Kevin Durant is left. Yeah. Golden State just got rid of Jordan Poole. But Phoenix is just kind of a hot mess once you get past. Right. I mean, now it's Booker again, right? Right. Uh, and Beal. So now you've got shooters. And, and maybe, the, maybe that clicks, and they're unbelievable. But um, I, I just think the Timberwolves are in a division, uh, the western half, that's doable. And they're talented, deep, and they're and now with some adults, um, 
I think that if the emotional maturity clicks for Anth- or Carl Anthony Towns, and there's really no reason it should except for the veterans, right? Um, they got a shot. See, the thing for me is on paper, subtraction of Towns shouldn't be good, but I think it's necessary, and it has nothing to do with the themes that we've approached on this show already. Of you know, get him a life coach. He complains to the refs too often. He was hurt. He's just not it. He's not that guy. I think in order to relieve some of this pending salary cap hell, he's the quote-unquote easiest fix. There's a lot of money due to go into a guy that you're full of uncertainty about. So cut the court. I think I'll feel better when Carl Anthony Towns is gone because then as much as I like the future of a lot of those guys, you've got the opportunity to add and sign in the future. Right now you don't because anchoring down a lot of your money is your four and your five. But he should be the ultimate Robin. And I think he understands. Is he ready to that. be that? I think he does. That's. I mean, listen to him talk. I think he sa- says this is Edwards' teams as well. That's why this team is close. Do they have a glaring issue at four? Sure, but if that glaring issue at four clicks, he's also a second-team All NBA talent. All right, so they're the number one for you and I, and I guarantee you, we got audible eye rolls from, from a vast majority yep. of the listening audience. So let's switch teams who do you want to debate next and dave hoops feel free to jump in whenever well i think we should go right ahead and and finish the eye roll let's go wild okay it's it's a similar story it's the salary cap situation that we all knew was coming i mean bill Guerin basically put it on a billboard you know i'm gonna buy out parisian suitor and we're we're gonna take the lumps that come along the way and really he should get a tip of the cap for the proverbial lumps being hey this is still a playoff team Mm -hmm. now is it frustrating that it's a playoff team that can't get over that first round barrier very often at all. Sure it is. But usually you think we don't have any money and we don't have any stars. And you think, man, they're going to be bad. They haven't been. But is the question that you almost wish they would be because then you could try to get a generational talent in the draft. I think that they have the best general manager. Yes, for sure they do. Uh, I think they, they have leadership you trust. And I think the other teams, you're not sure. Yeah, but I think you hit it on the head right now. What they need is a number one center, right? They don't have the money for a number one center. Like they legitimately need somebody to win draws in the defensive zone and in the offensive zone, frankly, to keep them playing on the you know, playing in the zone. You know, you've got guys who can score, but you don't have anybody to win a draw. And let's be honest, and everybody who thought Gus was gonna be the number one goalie on this team, go ahead and raise your hand and then leave because you're lying. Right. Like he had he Although had it's a been a tremendous season. gift. He had a season for the ages, but he's had one season. Right. And so they got a goaltender who played out of his mind and they got a lot of pieces that flowed right into place. Boldy had a nice season, but he disappeared again in the playoffs. And so they need this cap hell to go away and get and be able to have the flexibility to pull a center or two in here. Now my answer is different. Right. Now they're closest, but they, they just they'll have to have a magical season. And last year was pretty close to a magical season. Right. And the thing is, the Wild have had the most, quote, magical seasons in a row, probably of any team in Minnesota. But again, is that the unconditional love and the fact that it is the sport that this state lives and dies with that we consider magical being in the top eight and making the playoffs? They really haven't done anything, but they haven't done anything to disappoint you either. I mean, the Vikings have won single digit games and fired a coach and what have you. And you know, the, the Twins have bottomed out the year after COVID, the Josh Donaldson experiment. You know, the Wolves have been bad forever. The Wild have been the model of consistency. Just that consistency hasn't been very high. What I'm curious about, because the topic is closest to a championship, I defer to the guy that knows more about the NHL than both of us. Aren't they fairly far away 
not just because of their own issues, but because of how good the league is. But you look at what happened this season with Florida's Cinderella run. You know, various teams that were not seeded very well, knocking off teams. What the Kraken did. You know, Vegas won it, but we can talk about expansion rules are different. That's why. I get it. But the NHL playoffs are so long and grindy, if you will, that is unpredictable enough that the Wild could have a chance despite their own financial straps. I, I agree. Um, I think that their number one um, attribute is Mr. Guerin, yes. honestly. Um, and their attitude is their number one, you know, problem, you know, that they're up against the wall with. You, anybody can win in this league at the end, making the playoffs on the very last day of Florida. Yeah, everybody right. knew they are a great team, but they weren't a great can team. Can you catch lightning in a bottle? Because yeah. they did for most of it, and then they ran into Vegas. Yeah, I was just looking at the 21st pick. Um, which is not a terrible place to be in. They can look at a center. Um, you know, I think that the Wild are going to be a perennial playoff team that maybe eventually surprises people. That's why I wanted to put them in two and gets, dare we say, lucky. I would like to say more, you know, that the, the, everything aligns. And all of a sudden we're in the finals again. When I say we, I mean Minnesota yeah. sports. Yeah, yes, that's fine. I'm I'm 100% guilty of that. I know people get just chastised on Twitter when you say we and us, and they go, what position do you play? I don't care. It's the team that I back the most. I do that plenty. Judge me accordingly. Maybe the team I'm most guilty of doing that with is the Minnesota Twins. Let's talk about them next because technically, heavy on the technically, you could say they're closest because their season's going and they're a first-place team. Whatever that means in the American League Central, they are who they are. You had them pretty far away. I, I I debated it and then put them third anyway. Brian, their their leadership is a mess. Like if you look at some of the things they're doing and they do them consistently, it's like guys, you have talent. Somehow this team has the injury bug more than any team I've seen for multiple years in a row. No matter who the trainer is, because they no hired a matter. new one. Right. The problem, the, the thing about them this year, and really this should be a year, right, is their pitching staff solid, but their pitching, their solid pitchers are also 35. You know, well, maybe not that old with Sonny Gray, but you know what I mean. They're, they're older veterans. Um, but you got Kirilov, they're pulling Kirilov in a second inning of games, even though he's hitting 380, right? You've got a mess at second base. You've got a rookie who gets on base but can't catch, uh, and Polanco's hurt all the time. Your shortstop is fine. You, if, if Lewis is your third baseman, uh, that's fine. And then the outfield, you got your designated hitter is your best outfielder, and he's not your best designated hitter, but that's where you'll play him anyway. Your right fielder is a head case who finally is starting to hit. And you got backups, you got a backup center fielder, and you got a left fielder who's never quite the same guy. I mean, they should be a lot closer than they are, but it's like mismanagement 101 is how it feels. Yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to that, but at the same time, I look at him positively because of how much you've seen from kids. Now, I agree with you on Julian. His bat can play. His glove, leave it at home because it's just embarrassing. And you've got a lot of money locked into guys that are okay, and that's reaching for positive in Buxton and Correa. But Buxton's not okay as if, a D8. If Jose Miranda ever figures it out and comes back, that's another addition of a kid. Correa's here long term. You can put Royce at third or second. And, you know, in first base, you've got a good one in Kirilov. You're right about Gallo and Kepler being just embarrassing and the fact that Buxton can't play in center field. If that's a long-term thing, it's completely different. But I think Walner makes his way here eventually and, and hopefully gets a chance to keep a spot. Yep. And same thing for Larnick. I mean, we're going by who's in the outfield right now with Gallo and Kepler. Well, they haven't been all season. Larnick's played plenty and Walner's played plenty. Futuristically, I'm looking for those two to do a lot more. But, if again, if Byron Buxton can't play center, the whole thing changes. Yep. 
the other reason that they're good, let's face it, they're only over 500 because of their pitching. Their lineup can't do anything right now. But again, a lot of kids learning on the fly in that sense. They've got pitching. If Pablo Lopez becomes more like Pablo Lopez, which he hasn't pitched badly, but he has blow-up innings and his record's not good, he's plenty good. I don't think Sonny Gray's here beyond this season, and I think we're seeing that start by start. Joe Ryan is excellent. We talk about trades where the Twins sucked. The Twins, they got the better of that one with Tampa in a big way. So you've got a pitching staff that is certainly more than formidable. Bailey Ober is excellent. Yep. Your, and your, Dallas Keuchel on the way. Your bullpen is, well, yeah. <laughs> we've, got, we've got the greatest 2015 team ever. So I, th- I think they're in good shape in terms of being successful enough to win the Central. But again, with the topic being winning a championship, that's not their fault necessarily. But my goodness, the American League East is good all the way from top to bottom. Yep. The Angels finally figured out how to play a little bit this year with Trout and Otani as they should. The Rangers are the most surprising team in baseball. The Astros are still good. That's eight the teams. The Mariners will bite you. They're okay. Yeah, Absolutely. They'll get you. That's eight teams at least that the Twins are probably worse than. So if it's the proverbial getting in the tournament and that gives you a shot, which it does, the Twins are set up to be the best team in the Central to me for a while, but what does that do? But do you, in, a, in a playoff, right, three-game playoff, five-game, seven-game, do you buy into their leadership enough to think that they got a shot? Well, and historically, historically, why should you? And they last won a playoff game in my 20s. The, the best thing Rocco's done recently is get himself so fired up that he gets kicked out and his team follows. Like his team gets cranked up when he gets out right. of there, but for five we, we've years. We've got the youngest Bobby Cox ever all of a sudden. But it seems to work, but that's not his personality. Right. You see, that's 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 what I'm talking about. Well, the the two ejections in the I last. I like him, by the way. I do too. And people, you know, get all over me for that too, that I'm duckies and bunnies because I like Rocco Baldelli because he was on my fantasy team in like 09. Yeah. But Rocco, to me, the two ejections in three games, the first one I thought was more for a show of, oh my gosh, we're toiling. I need to fire this team up in some way. He can say he was protecting Gallo, and he was, and then Gallo was stupid anyway and got himself thrown out. But I thought that was, something's got to change. I might as well be it. Last night, I thought it was an actual disagreement on the way rules are being interpreted, and I thought the ejection was a little quick, and Rocco kind of went, you're kidding me. I'm gone. Okay, fine. I don't know that last night really had a purpose, and I think he was as surprised as anybody. Yeah, no no doubt. I think that's, I think that's why the Twins are where they're at. Okay. And again, I think it's because it's closest to winning a championship, the Twins aren't that close, but it has nothing to do with them, really. Yeah, no, I, I just, I, I struggle with, with that leadership group. Now, I put the Vikings furthest away, and I did it because I don't know anything beyond this year. And we sat next to someone last night at a birthday party who just read the Vikings the Riot Act because fan favorites are gone. Adam Thielen's gone. Dalvin Cook is gone. Eric Kendricks is gone. None of that is good. I understand that. But from a financial standpoint, and you interjected right away, the sports co-host and you could not sit back and yeah, let that no. conversation take place. You went, yeah, but there was no way they could keep almost any of those guys. And you're 100% right. I'm not losing sleep. I'm not tearing up over any of those guys being gone. But beyond this year, we're going to see even more subtractions, I think. You don't necessarily know who your quarterback is. You have no idea what your defense is going to be like. You have no idea if your defensive coordinator is going to be around because he probably should be a head coach. I love the Vikings, and I like a lot of the pieces that they have right now. But I told Dave Hoops during the break, if they don't win double-digit games this year, and nobody's going to expect them to, but if they don't win double-digit games this year and get another shot like they had this past season, I don't know anything about the future. So how can I sit there and say they're close? Because the quarterback may not be on the roster. The defense has no idea from the last two draft classes what it has. 
they'll be most intriguing, but intriguing doesn't mean good. I think that you're 100% right on the quarterback. They have, And the sad thing is... And I like Kirk Cousins. No, I've said I it week by week. I like him more than most people do. Well, let, Dave I'm, Hoops and I start a support group for people that get offended by those who chastise I'm the guy. I'm talking about his... This is his last year, guys. Yeah, for unless sure. Unless they sign him. So they don't have a plan. Like, if he if he gets you know signed away by a team that wants to pay him big money, we have no plan. Like, none. Like, zero... You're not going to run the Hall kid out there. You got a backup and you got a rookie who still needs to retool his delivery so they have no plan at quarterback and you and I have talked about this I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the show but I am a big believer in continuity even if it's not the same coach the same system well Donatel drafted a certain kind of player for his defense right and Flores got players for his type of defense you know what they don't have anything in common those two defenses are completely you're probably different. right but we don't know yet yeah those two def- no the defenses are different now the question is, did they draft this group of players who can't play in this defense? The problem is next year, like you said, Flores is a head coach. So who do you bring in? If you bring in somebody that can't use two draft picks ago, well now scene is, you know, scene's not useful. Both cornerbacks are gone, right? Or do you do you dra- bring Donatel type of coach back and now these fire breathers they drafted right. this year are gone. And that's the continuity on the defense is what scares me. Kirk's gone, and what's next? If the defense stays with yeah. Flores, is Jared they Hall can be really the good. next guy, or are we? You know, some people have said, well, they're tanking to be getting a good part of this quarterback class coming up. They're not I don't tanking. see that. Nope, they're going to be. They might be better than they were last year, and still have a worse record because yes. of strength of schedule. But yep. overall, that's one thing that I think they have in their favor. We've talked about with every other team. Well, look at the competition. Even we had the Wolves at one, which, by the way, I got multiple texts that. On the day of Hoopla 6, you and I must both be drunk for having the Timberwolves up that high. Nope. But for whatever reason, the NFC to me doesn't impress. I mean, the Vikings have the yep. – to me, it's beat the Eagles, really. And not just because they made the Super Bowl last year, but because I think they had a heck of a draft and probably got better. The Lions will be said to be the favorite in our division. So Green Bay is going through a brand-new regime with Jordan Love. I'm not buying into the Justin Fields hype at all. I don't think he's even a good quarterback yet. He's a good athlete who happens to play quarterback. The South is terrible. The West is inconsistent. You know, the Rams are are there. Seattle's there. Arizona's a clown show. Seattle is. Do you trust anybody beyond Philly in the East? You trust San Francisco, I think. Who's their quarterback? Yes, that's correct. That's a good point because I've made that point. Yes. You know what we do have? I believe in our coach. Yeah. I believe in KOC. And I think you believe when, when you say the leadership, I think whether or not you're sold on Kwesi as a drafter, I get it. But between the Wilfs, always being willing to yeah. spend. The Wilfs Kwesi, are the best owners. having a clue, KOC being new age, the leadership looks good. I just like, he was on a show the other day, and I just like listening to KOC, the, the guy. I just think that people buy into him. So Did I you think notice? as far as leadership, they're probably in the best spot. Did you notice when CJ Ham was on that he basically corrected us without correcting us? Because everybody says KOC, Kevin O'Connell, but O'Connell's technically one last name with the apostrophe in there. Because CJ, every time we said, what's KOC like with this, this, and this? Well, KO, well, KO. Okay, we'll get it eventually. Oh, that's what that meant. Yeah. All right. He wasn't knocking you out, I right. promise. So this was fun. Now, Dave Hoops, I know you love tennis, and I was watching you during this segment, and you looked like a tennis fan because... You went right to me when I was speaking, and then you went right to Dave, and you followed the debate left to right with your head. We had to say some things that hopefully you agreed with, but I know you. We probably said some things where you went, what in God's name are they trying to talk about? Well, you guys are good at what you do. Um, they do have a plan, Dave. The, the two Ks, and I call him Coach K, so I don't butcher the KOC thing. 
Um, you know, so let's go with the casual fan and the believer. We got a plan. Because now we need the optimistic point of view. You and I would, did pros and cons too much. Go ahead. Yeah, we're going to have an athletic quarterback, probably named Trey Lance, something like that in the future. And I think you're right, honestly. Well, of course I am. And then next thing we're going to be looking at is a really good defense that we don't know what we have. Well, we'll be fine. And it's going to surprise people. And then Madison is going to slay he's going to be amazing he's going to catch passes i will be stunned if that happens and i will absolutely give you credit for that i agree with him i don't know about slay i'm not as hip as dave hoops is but i think alexander madison's going to be fine because i think he's a good running back but i also think that ko or koc doesn't care he was on a super bowl winning team with the rams name the running backs i know there are people out there that can i can too but they weren't stars well, it's good that we brought Matt Asiata back because now he's wearing number two and he's our lead running back. It's the same guy. Guys, it's not even close, but go ahead. Double digit win. I already predicted that on that show, right? Now, I'll be wrong, but when I'm right, we're all going to be That's happy. That's right. And we have to tip our hats to Dave when he's right. Let me ask you this Do you buy or sell that any of the four teams can win a title in the next, let's use Hoopla, six years? Bye. Bye. That's a great question. Yes. I think if the Wild are smart and they start playing all their kids, by then the money issue will be lifted. They can go get themselves super, two superstars and run. I'll buy it because I have to, because I get on all my friends for being way too negative. So I got to be positive. We got a six-year window. Of course, we're going to get one. We'll play by yourself. That was my way of teasing that. Stick around. We'll be right back. No bad blood here. All positive vibes on the Northland Sports page. Brian Prudhomme with my brother Dave, my other brother Dave, Dave Cook and Dave Hoops both with us here. Taylor Swift weekend, U.S. Bank Stadium's been a little busy. I know my niece and several friends are are thrilled to be going, and it's nice to see U.S. Bank Stadium packed. Hopefully come football season, no matter how close they may or may not be to a title, U.S. Bank Stadium will be lively in the fall as well. So this is not Miley Cyrus then? No. Because she was the con- this is the gal who was a country she singer. She was the what? That, this is the gal that was a country singer that became a like a pop star, right? Isn't she just Miley too? No, I'm not going to get into that debate. I don't want all the Swifties with their pitchforks after me later today. Because everybody knows I'll be at Hoops Brewing. Hoopla, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. You've officially started your 35 minutes into Hoopla 6. Thank you for spending it with us. Hey, you know, we got to talk about our other sponsors here. We do have others, but today's been all about Hoops Brewing for sure. We'll let Dave go off here in a second, but I want to make sure that we do this. Let's start with the Blackwoods Group at London Road. Proctor, Two Harbors, Blackwater right downtown here and Tavern on the Hill. Avenue 45, the Mount Royal Bottle Shop. Stewart's Bike Sports and Trophies, Pier B Resort, Kohler Toyota and Kohler Hyundai, Arola Architecture Studios, OAR Holdings, Justin May at Messina & Associate, Krauts Heating and Cooling, your carrier HVAC authorized dealer, Advantage Emblem and Screen Printing, Sammy's Pizza, and Hoops Brewing. Let's talk to Dave right now. I've got one more, though, before we get Hoops Brewing, because I know among our other sponsors, Dave has mentioned he's got so many friends that also sponsor the show, so I think there's a portion of this list that we probably can thank you for because your influence of getting them involved, just as Justin May does, who, by the way, is normally part of Buy or Sell that we're going to do next. We introed the segment with Bad Blood by Taylor Swift. I hope there's no bad blood between Justin May and us because it's been two weeks now, two shows with the lovely world of phone lines not helping us, and he hasn't been able to be part of this. So maybe next week we bring Justin May into that chair and, and give him a whole show as, as a mea culpa. But our newest sponsor, Comfort Systems, Sign up for a service appointment online. You do it at www.comfortsystemsduluth.com. All you got to do is mention you heard it right here on the Northland Sports page. You will receive $20 off said service appointment. But again, today, happy Saturday, but happy Hoopla 6. That's the focal point. It's underway already. 
Tell the folks your second worldwide announcement, and then maybe some of the giveaways and the special beers available today. Well, I'm going to show it to you first, and okay. then talk about Radio's it. Radio is not a visual medium, but wow, yeah, that is pretty sweet. Oh, very nice, very nice. I'm showing the boys a picture of our engineer slash, um, you know, everything guy. He does it all. Every Thursday, he does uh, live DJing. Yep. Aaron Molina is his name. We yep. call him Mo, and... Uh, we did a, um, our great artist, Maddie Rosman, did a rendering of Mo, which you guys are looking at. And we're putting that on our newest can, which is a 16-ounce um, flip-top, you know, screw-top can. Okay, so, and we're going to call that a little bit Mo. Nice. Okay. Because when it so, comes to hoops brewing beer, I always want a little bit Mo. Yep. And we're going to start at, you know, they need to, uh, I hope Clint's listening. Ridgeview needs to sponsor. Clint and, Johnson uh, should be listening. Although I would understand if Ridgeview didn't sponsor because I haven't said the nicest things about golf over the years. Well, and but at I, the pro yeah. level, I don't like it. Everybody locally, you do you. I love you. Well, and I, I'm a huge fan, and so they'll be getting the beer first. On the but one sponsor that will see it is Mount Royal, and it's a 16 ounce, and it's resealable, and it's a little bit more. Shout out to Brandon nice, Call and Bob nice. Gustafson. Love our friends at Mount Royal Bottle Shop, but we love Justin May, and we miss him the last couple of weeks not being able to get in touch because again. The world of phone lines simply not an option. That's that's what got in our way of not being able to be at Hoopla 6 today. So instead, we brought Hoopla 6 to us with Dave Hoops in the flesh here for these two hours. we got about 20 minutes or so left. Buy or sell is a Justin May gig. We're going to do it here. Sounds good. Let's do it. All right. So the way that this games work is buy or sell looks like this. I give a statement pertaining to each of the four major sports leagues, MLB, NBA, NHL, NFL. This will be Dave Hoops' maiden voyage in the game. How it works is if you agree with what I'm saying, you say bye, and then you back it up and tell me why. If you vehemently disagree with what I'm saying, you say sell, and you tell me why. And we have some fun with it. Dave Cook, you've played before, so I'll give you the honor of determining the order. Oh, I think we should give it to our guests, but I'll do it. Um, I think that we start with the Wolves. Let's do it. NBA. So he wanted to start with the Wolves, but that's not how it works. We'll start with the NBA because this is not Wolves related at all. Yeah. But I think the NBA pundits had you in mind because the number one draft pick doesn't have the easiest name on the planet. So you can just call him Victor if you'd like. Or ESPN already anointed him as Wemby for the San Antonio Spurs. Buy or sell that Victor or Wemby becomes the next big superstar in the NBA. Of course, the other option would be he goes the way of a Sean Bradley or Greg Oden, etc. Boy, that's a great question. Thank you. Uh, I, I get paid for the good ones. I am going to sell tentatively. And the reason I say that is they are putting so much on this kid, right, um, that we don't know if he can beat the pressure. Is he got the basketball talent and the personality to do it? Absolutely. But he's going to come in as a savior for a franchise. And so let's see. Um, I'm going to buy because, what, last year what, we had Chet. Maybe yeah. they'll come back. But I'm going to buy because a legend of the show texted us, um, Spurs in the West. Yeah, Hashtag to, Wemby. Told for saying that text. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all in. I'm going to buy tentatively just as you sold tentatively. And then the reason I'm going to buy is as simple as Greg Popovich. If he's going to a different team and a different coach, I'm not sold. I feel like Greg Popovich, as long as the game hasn't passed him by or he hasn't become an old curmudgeon because among NBA coaches, he's longer in the tooth now. As long as he's willing to work with a young talent like that, I think Wemby's in a great spot. My question, though, is 
and I am no medical doctor, not close to it. I had trouble enough graduating college for a four-year degree, much wanting to go that long. But I fear for guys that size. I mean, Sean Bradley didn't play super long. Yao at, Ming realistically didn't play super long. Look at Chet. Yeah. Jorge Mirasan or George, if you wanted to call him that, because both are acceptable to me. Didn't play very long. When you're that big, I always question how, how long can the game be played? Because he's not seven foot like Dirk or KG. He's seven five. And I'm just curious how that's going to look going up and down the floor. Talked about how important speed can be. But in terms of comfort and fit, San Antonio is a good spot for him. And I hope he listens to Popovich and doesn't listen to the media moguls because you're right. They already are putting so much pressure on him. Uh, I believe it was J.J. Redick talked about he's going to make the all-star team already. I mean, that's great to hear. Who wouldn't want to hear good things about themselves? But then what if he doesn't? Yep. Does he go in a shell? Yep. How's he going to deal with playing against seven footers that can run with him, that can guard him at the perimeter, that can do things like that? Um, that's going to be the question. France, they didn't have those guys. In fact, there aren't very many of those guys in the world, right? But they're, if there are, they're playing in the NBA. Absolutely. All right. Speaking of the NBA, that's off the list. Three leagues to go. Where are we headed? Let's go to baseball. All right. Major League Baseball. I will admit sheepishly because I should have known this, and I'm going to guess Dave Cook did because it involves one of his favorite teams. But I didn't realize this till this morning. Major League Baseball is playing a series this weekend in London, following the lead of every other league that goes global with game destinations. Buy or sell that this is a good idea? Uh, it's probably a good idea. Um, you make a couple extra bucks for for a weekend. Um, do I think it's long lasting in baseball? No, I do not. So you're buying tentatively. I'm buying. That you're buying it's a, in the I'm moment. I'm buying that it's a good idea today. Sure, they're gonna they're gonna cut an additional check, but I don't think base baseball is gonna baseball is a regional sport if you think globally, right? right? I mean, it's it's the Caribbean, it's Mexico, it's the U.S. and Canada, kinda. Right. So I'm going to ask you again Monday morning when the series is over if it's still a good idea. Dave Hoops, what do you think? Um, I'm going to sell that one. I think we need to um, maybe put another team in Canada and a team in Mexico and keep it North America. I don't really think there's a ridiculously big draw for baseball in London. That's just yep. yeah. yeah, I agree. I'm going to sell that it's a good idea too because it's kind of the way I feel as much as I hate to say politically because we avoid that on this show as much as we can. But I'm kind of a watch-your-own-bobber kind of guy versus let's get globally involved. Baseball's trying to redeem itself here. It's still technically called the national pastime. Take a survey if Major League Baseball is the most popular sport in the U.S. It's not. It might not even be third. I think it is, but it's not second, and it's not first. I don't know if putting one of your better rivalries, Cubs-Cardinals, in London is the right answer. Right, and baseball used to—I mean, there's so much that has changed over the years in baseball that— it just doesn't seem like the right time. Like if you brought a blood and guts rivalry over there that was allowed to be that, that's different. But now it's just two baseball teams, right? Right. It's it's grow the game is the idea, and there's financial gain like you mentioned, but is this growing the game? Are we suddenly going to see, like we did musically, a British invasion of big leaguers? I don't I don't yeah, think so. I don't think so either. So I, I think this is silly. If you want to put if you want to put teams over there to grow the game, why not do it kind of the way the NFL started with their NFL Europe series? You, you take two teams that aren't drawing very well. You know, Jacksonville played in London annually. Go ahead and put the Rays over there because nobody comes to their games. And this year you'd win twice because they're fantastic. Yeah. You know, put put two teams that just can't get a soul in a seat in their home stadium. You know, here put, put Tampa and Oakland there. Like the Oakland owners are going to care. Yeah. Truly, they might make more money. Show the Brits what's great about Vegas. You'll be in good shape. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, two down, two to go. Where to next? Let's go to the granddad. Let's go to the NFL. 
All right. So the NFL, I was watching very casually yesterday as I was waiting for Dave Cook to pick me up for a birthday party. I was oh, watching. Happy birthday to John. I did earlier. Proves that he doesn't listen happy to birthday. portions of the show. But I was watching an NFL countdown related show on ESPN. And I have to be careful when I watch ESPN because when you're sports 24 hours a day, you, you say a lot and sometimes contradict yourself as a network. But they were talking about the NFC North. And they basically anointed the Lions the winner and then talked about the other three as though they're also rants. I'm okay with that. I get the hype with Detroit. Not sure if I fully buy in, but I understand what people are saying. But a very big debate, and we kind of just touched on it with the championship talk, a very big debate amongst the panel was if Detroit wins it, does anybody else in that division make the playoffs? Which, of course, includes our Vikings. Buy or sell that the NFC North would have two teams in the playoffs next year which is hard to do this many months in advance. I buy that for exactly the stuff that you had said when we were talking about are they closest to a championship. The South stinks. Yeah. The West They're going to get one. The West potentially stinks. I mean, it's going to be the it, the Niners obviously don't. But, the, I mean, Seattle had a – we talked about a lucky season. They had a blast from the past show up with no reason with to show up with yeah. Gino. Uh, and the East, the East is strong, but it's not – you know, it's the Eagles and everybody else. The East is strong in the sense that nobody's terrible. The Eagles think, are great, and then everybody else will be around 9-8 and eight or 8-9. Eight and nine. I think what we said was right. The Vikings can easily be a better team than they were last year and have a 10-7 and seven record and be in the playoffs, and then they're scary, you know, if they get there. What do you think? Um, the ultimate purple Kool-Aid guy over here. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm going to buy... Um, for a lot of the reasons that Dave mentioned, but, you know, I think it's going to be, you know, the, the Lions are going to be a 500 team as well and maybe make it on the last day for the wild card, and there's our two teams. The I hope not because I think they play division. us in the final game. Well, it won't matter. We're already going to have this. All right. So, I like that. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm buying. I'm going to buy it too because I think the Lions do take that step. I don't know if they win the division or not, but they were, you know, they won the last – Weekend, thankfully, keeping Green Bay out, but they were eliminated before that. So they were on the cusp, per se. I think they do take the step and get there. I think the Vikings do, too. I think they make the playoffs. They may make it, like we've said a thousand times, they may make it with a worse record than last year, but be better, be more balanced, maybe figure some things out that, that weren't there last year and, and not just be the Justin Jefferson show, although you look at them on paper and it sure looks like it's stacking up to try to be the Justin Jefferson show anyway. But it could be one of those years where, Eight and nine or nine and eight gets you in, and then you got to hope that as they've done before with that 87 group, or as they did when they went to Lambeau and Brett Favre had one of his worst playoff games ever, and Mike Tice won a playoff game in Lambeau, that maybe you catch lightning in a bottle, be the NFL's Florida Panthers, and see what you can do. But I, but I think two teams make it, and I could see Jordan Love being plenty good. I'm just not sure the rest of the Packers are very good. It, it might not be on like Aaron Rodgers' first season where his numbers were great. And I believe they went six and ten. Mm. And I'm sorry, Justin Fields has to show me a lot. I, I see enough of it because somehow a Chicago Bears Facebook page has gotten on my feed, and I see Justin Fields hype every day. <laughs> well, you know how you get the notifications that you that I you've do. earned a top badge. It's because I put the laughing reaction to all the Justin Fields MVP season pending. This kid is athletic as all get out. I 
will maybe be proven wrong, but I just don't see him as a viable quarterback yet. Do you think the Bears are doing the right thing building around him? How I mean, I think that they've done a really nice job of bringing in people. Well, to they've help certainly had the ammunition to do it. Right, I mean, their draft capital has been unreal. Well, and and their their free agent signings were really good. I wonder if they're going to be significantly better because they brought professionals in to play around him rather than the you know the group of clowns they had. The only thing that I think I've said week after week on this show about the Bears is they'll be improved. But part of that is how are you not? You don't right. you don't go from the number one pick because you won three games to having the league MVP and being a playoff team. I've seen both. Granted, it's again on a Bears page, so they're going to be you know I don't know what you call that the navy and orange Kool Aid if we're drinking the purple stuff. But they're going to be improved. But how do you go the other direction? A th- winless season. But I think at, by the end of the year they're going to be a team you don't want to play. They've got a lot of veterans. Well, and they have as a Viking fan, they usually are. <laughs> well, but I mean, if Philadelphia needs an extra win to be the number one seed, I don't think you want to go play yeah. Chicago. Like, I think that by the end of the year, I think you'd rather go play Seattle. The only thing is I want to be very cautious about what I say when it comes to Justin Fields because Mitch Trubisky was the butt of plenty of jokes in Vikings land and all over the place. If you look at Mitch Trubisky's record against the Vikings, I got a hunch it's pretty darn good. Yeah, I suspect you're right. All right, so we've got one left. It's the NHL. We kind of touched on this during the championship talk. How far away are they? And we know of the wild salary cap constraints, to say the least. The draft is coming up. It's been suggested by more than a few folks that the wild need to do something splashy on draft day in terms of moving up. Buy or sell that they'll actually do it. We all trust Bill Guerin. We all know he's been known to get some wide-eyed reactions to things. Buy or sell that they vault into a top 10 or top 5 spot and build that way. I'm going to sell that hard. I will be stunned if they go that high. Could they go up to 15 because the more kid falls that low and they want to center and they think he's a guy? Sure. I think they're more likely to step back a space or two, draft the center from Wisconsin, and then uh, have an extra third-round pick, which they don't have. They have first two seconds. Uh, I think it's fifth, sixth, and seventh. They need a couple extra picks. If you think you can get a center someplace in that first round, you know, go ahead and back down a little bit and get another player. I 100% agree. I, I think they back down, and I think somebody like Montreal maybe moves up. I think uh, Carlson's going to probably get traded, although it might be right after the draft. That's almost for certain, yeah. Yeah, but then things are going to change a lot as far as how the defensive structures are out there and, and the guys like Montour, the uh, Vegas, he scores yeah. at will. Yeah, He's I mean, going to get he moved. Did. Is that the right pronunciation? Yeah, yeah anyway. Marcheseau, I think we're talking Mar- about? No, no, yeah. no, I'm oh. talking about the defenseman. Montour? Montour. Okay, go anyway, ahead. Yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but um, it's not the first mispronunciation I've dealt with on this show. Yeah, no kidding. Man. Yeah, exactly. Did he just point at me? Yes, he, he did. did. All right, he well, did. You're the expert. <laughs> the expert at we're phonetics. Good, we're good, go we're ahead. Good. Um, yeah, so I'm selling too. I'm going to sell it as well, but my angle is different. I wish they would. I'd love to see it. You know, stunned or not, I don't think they have enough to do it. What what package do you offer people? Because it it can't be Kirill, obviously. No, but how high do you want to go? Right. But if you want to get into that top five, there's got to be a ton of value there. Their their expendable player, it seems, is Matt Dumba. That's not going to get you there. Well, Rossi, could you if you wanted to deal if you were going up and you wanted to deal Rossi and another one of your maybe kid defensemen. But I feel time. like Marco's gone the route of an Andrew Wiggins. Like he hasn't been here long enough to to be quite like that. But I feel like word is out that maybe this kid isn't cracked up to what the wild thought. So they're looking to sell him. Yeah. But he's still young enough that another team thinks they can get in there and fix whatever ailed him, but it wouldn't be him alone. Like you'd have to deal your first, you'd have to deal Rossi, one of your defensemen, maybe Lambos who's coming up and then you'd have to pick a veteran. Could you move up? Sure. But that doesn't sound like Garen. 
That is buy or sell for this week. Of course, that normally comes your way courtesy of Justin May. If you're looking to buy or sell your home in our area, give him a call, 218-310-9559. Easiest way to see all of his listings. You log on to mzr.com. They're all there. His social media on Twitter and Facebook is full of home buying and selling tips, ways to improve your home. It's quite a viable option, as is he, as our realtor at Messina & Associates. Again, 218-310-9559, mzr.com. Justin May is one of our newer sponsors. We go to the OG to close the show. Ryan Arola with Arola Architecture Studio. Every week he brings you drawing lines. That'll wrap it up. We'll be right back. No, it's not. It's barely a.m. at all. It's almost noon. We're almost done for the week here on Northland Sports Page. Head on down to Hoopla today for Hoopla 6, 11 to 11. So the action's already going, and it goes for a long time today. Hoops Brewing is the place to be. Dave Hoops is here. One more time, do you have another worldly announcement for us or anything else you want to plug for hoopla before we close the show with drawing lines yeah this is for aaron cook um can you say outdoor speed dating Ooh. oh my gosh Boom. there you go there's our three worldwide if it's warm out maybe the wardrobe changes there you go and uh, maybe we're talking like two a month off of this maybe oh, if wow. the weather's right yeah so a hard charge towards the speed dating atmosphere again it's the first wednesday of every month already so i believe coming up in july that's july 5th will be the first wednesday so keep an eye out for that. But again, head on down there today. Hoopla 6, it's all kinds of fun. We always have fun on this show. The original sponsor helped us. Dave, why don't you run through the list of all our great sponsors very Absolutely. Quickly. The original Arola Architecture Studio. Hoops Brewing, Dave's right here. OAR Holdings. Justin May at Messina & Associates. Kraus Heating and Cooling, your carrier HVAC authorized dealer. Advantage Implements Green Printing. Sammy's Pizza. The Blackwoods Group, including their locations on London Road. Proctor. Two Harbors. Blackwater right downtown and Tavern on the Hill, Avenue 45, the Mount Royal Bottle Shop, Stewart's Bike Sports and Trophies, Pier B Resort, Kohler Toyota, and Kohler Hyundai. And lastly, Comfort Systems. Again, sign up online for a service appointment, comfortsystemsduluth.com. Mention you heard it here on the Northland Sports page. Simple as that, $20 off your service appointment at Comfort Systems. Thanks to our friends there. Thanks to our friend Ryan Arola for bringing Drawing Lines every week, courtesy of Arola Architecture Studio. It is simple and it is quick this week because we've got about two and a half minutes left. Dave, you and I went to the Twins game Sunday. They lost. We had a blast with a certain someone that's meant a lot to us. Yep. We had a blast planning this show and planning maybe future shows and talking sports. But they lost. And as a kid, that used to be all that mattered to me. Or was it? Because a hot dog, nachos, and cotton candy could overcome any bad score at a ballpark, too. Dave Hoops, you went to a game earlier this week as well at Target Field. Is it more fun to go to a game as an adult or as a kid? I went on Monday, and uh, the Twins lost spectacularly. A lot of really bad plays, but it was perfect. It was what I loved more than anything, warm summer night, outdoor baseball. And for me, as an adult, if I get to take my children, which is the reason to go to a game. So, yes. Dave Cook, you've done plenty of both as a kid with your dad, I assume, and as a dad, too. And we went on Father's Day. Thanks Thanks for being my my makeshift dad that day, but I'm glad nobody took us as father and son because – there was a giveaway where the adults got polo shirts and the kids got T-shirts. And walking in with you with our size difference, which is a little bit like Schwarzenegger and DeVito, I was a little scared that I'd get handed a T-shirt. Yeah, plus the gray hair and Brian. Yeah, well, we and were a little worried about that's that. That's mine as well, but go ahead. The um, um, See, I, the kids didn't come with, Brian. So for me, it's a it's that dad part. I mean, Avery will fight me on this because we came local, but we didn't do a lot of stuff down in the cities. Um, I think that being a kid and getting the nachos and the twins helmet and all that stuff, it's more than just the play on the field. Yeah. It's the experience as a kid. As an adult, it's the play on the field, right? The experience is great, um, but you're a little more into the game. And at least for me, 
right? And yeah. so I think as a kid, it's magical. As as a an adult, it's a release. I think you're right because I think you're wide-eyed at the venues and you're wide-eyed at your heroes and you're wide-eyed at the sport as a kid. And we mentioned the food. It was more fun as a kid because my dad was able to be there. But my dad also had to carry me fireman style up to the nosebleeds many times, and I can't imagine that was fun. So it's more fun as an adult to uh, have better seats and be able to afford better seats. But as a kid, it's really hard to replace that magical feeling, no doubt. Thank you for the magical feeling to you guys. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you to my brother Dave and my other brother Dave, Brian Prudhomme, Dave Cook, Dave Hoops. That'll do it for us here on your Saturday. If you are looking for a way to spend the rest of your Saturday, I've got an easy one for you. I'll be there. Dave Hoops will be there. Maybe I can drag Dave Cook there as well. Hoopla 6 at Hoops Brewing. It's going on now until 11 o'clock tonight. It's going to be a fun day. It was a fun day. Thanks to you both. Thanks, gentlemen. Yeah, thanks, Brian. This was really good. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me, guys. Love it. Have a good one, Northland. We'll talk to you next Saturday. Northland Sports Page. Have a great weekend. See you at Hoopla 6.